Squared Comics Podcast, um, Season 5, Episode 11. 11? 11. Yep. Are we on track? Uh, I don't know. No, no, we're a little bit behind. I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. Uno, and Uno. What's that? Uno, Uno. Uno, Uno. 11. Yep. No, that'd be Onse. One, one. I don't. Uno, Uno, or Onse. Yeah, something American. like that. Anyway. Did we say who we are? Anyway, we get together every couple of weeks and we talk about comics and oh, movies and TV American. shows. But yes. we're primarily a comic podcast, but we always get off topic and talk about other stuff. So I only have one mule, but I do have the cherry wheat, and then I brought I'm probably not drinking, so you're good. Uh, Don's weird stuff. My whatever, and... Oh, and this one. All right, I'll try off this. You go. You're not, not going to have I'm, I'm good. I'm actually not going to either, which is, sounds kind of bad, but that's just because Jesus. of the fact that I'm so damn dehydrated from being out in the sun. Right? Oh. So, Don's drinking alone. I apologize. It's weird. I know. Mm. Cool. All right, so um, what do we want to talk about? The Flash movie's getting some early reviews. Overall, fairly. But there, right? a lot of see the problem was there was some hype early on that people were saying this is the greatest superhero movie ever, and now what? It, yeah, like Stephen King saw it and said like they've been paying like celebrities to like see yeah, how great it was, and James Tom Gunn Cruise had said it was really good, Tom Cruise. So all these people said that, and now the reviews are coming, and it's like seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I was expecting it to be like hundred percent. This is the greatest movie ever. So I read a and, review on Rolling Stone. Yeah. And Rolling Stone overall was pretty positive. It was, about I read it. that same review. Did you read that one? They were just talking about, you know, how it's hard to separate the the actor from... Yeah, I know the, everybody's getting mixed up in that. And, but. and that, you know, maybe did some things. But overall, they, I mean, they I felt like they, they liked it, yeah. But they didn't say it was, like, the greatest either. No, I they, mean, didn't it wasn't say, like, they just said it was a solid, you know, movie and probably yeah. one of the best of the DC. Well, that's not know, saying much. Um, yeah. Best of the DC, I mean. I don't know. That last Suicide Squad was pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't think anybody counts that one. I do. I know. I'm just saying. I do. I mean, I think it was really good, but, I mean, it was kind of an outlier. Mm. I watched... It wasn't like a big budget, like fun cinematic, like a Superman or a Batman type movie. It wasn't like the a Suicide Squad, was it? No, it wasn't like a. Most of the superhero movies kind of catered to it like a family fun. audience. It's oh, like, you know okay. what I mean? It's like a fun family kind of movie. Uh, that was not that. It was a bit of an outlier. It wasn't like really. It was more quirky. Do you it wasn't really meant for everybody. Really I don't think. feel like. Um, that Does the Flash the movie come Flash? out this weekend? Does it's it, no, it's not yes. this weekend. It's, it's the next. next. Weekend. Transformers comes out this weekend. It's getting horrible reviews. Imagine that. Who's that? What? Transformers, Beast Wars. Yeah. What is that? Six for Transformers? Or are we counting Bumblebee? Oh, fuck. I don't even know. I, I don't track. know. I lost track when they brought in Marky Mart. So I stopped watching them after the first one. What? Really? It's the only one I've seen all the way through. Huh. I watched the knock at the cabin in the woods. Oh, I watched that. Oh, God. You I guys mean, probably loved it, didn't you? Oh, I loved it. It was pretty good. I was yeah. curious. You were ranting and raving when you saw it. What was your problem? You were like saying M. Night Shalomon was like insulting your faith or something? No, no, no. I, so it just... I don't know if I want to get into this too much. but I, I want you to. This, so here's my so, thing. Here's I my loved... Thing. I really, for the most part, kind of liked the first half. I liked a lot of the cinematography. I liked a lot of the acting. 
you know, I think it's a well-made movie. But after the so-called four horsemen of the apocalypse start pinging each other off, okay. and then watching something where they supposedly don't have Wi-Fi or whatever the hell else, or I don't know what, but yet they can still watch television, get live updates. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how the hell that happened. And then it starts going off, and then it becomes a thing in which the people begin to believe that you know, they can prevent the, ap- the apocalypse, okay? Yeah. And I think that's where I have a problem, is the fact that you're telling me that there's some vengeful fucking god out there that wants you to kill a member of your family in order to prevent a whole worldwide apocalypse, and you're not entirely... In, in this case, I guess they're kind of sure because of things happening, you know, planes are still plopping out of the sky and whatever yeah. the hell else, but, you know... To me, it just seemed like a fucking sad-ass horror movie because at the very end, he does have to, you know, spoiler alert, have to, he kills his, you know, better half or whatever you want to say, his husband, you know, type things. Yeah. You know, all in the name of some freaking God that goes, okay, well, thank you for doing that. I'm going to break it all open and whatever the hell else and, and quit all this type things. So, you know, I think that's where I have a problem. And it just, to me, proves maybe how far I've, fallen from a faith-based perspective you know type things in which if if this is the what we're thinking that there is some type of holy type you know deity type thing that's requiring some weird ass sacrifice you know type things i mean i've read the bible and i know there some of these things happen but at least you know with abraham he at least stopped the guy before he fucking chopped off his son's head or whatever the hell else um, but you know i don't know that's where i, I struggle uh, was there really that deep? And you're assuming it's a Christian God, which they never said it was a Christian it, God. No, and you are. I'm, really... I'm assuming a deity in general. Yeah. You're right. But you're saying it's a benevolent deity, but they never no, said it was No, I'm not saying it's benevolent. Obviously, it's not. Obviously it's vengeful, yeah. you know, type things. It could be anything. And I didn't say Christian either. I know. You know, but... type things. You know, from any of those aspects. Somehow there's some type of superpowered deity that decides he occasionally needs a damn sacrifice from some from your most treasured loved one yeah. in order to prevent destroying the entire world. Sounds like a horrible. So yeah. I guess. Anyway, all right. That's interesting. I like that. I like the I like the take. Whether I agree or not, it's an interesting take. What did you think? I I liked it. I thought it was a neat twist. I, I liked how it didn't have, like, a big twist at the end like his movies often do. Right. Oh, I agree with that. I just, I liked the premise. I liked the the way it played out. I like, I really, like, I don't know that I've seen a bunch of Dave Bautista movies, and but he seems like a big menacing guy, and he was, like, completely the opposite. Yeah, he, he did a good like, job of kind of playing against type. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And he was, I don't know. Like, I... It's so I, funny, because he's so big... And muscular, but yet the way they dressed him and did him, he almost looked kind of almost chubby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just because he's so big. Right. Yeah. And but they dressed him in, like, you know, button-down shirts. And stuff. I thought it was an interesting concept of a movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but, like, I'm watching it, and I'm going, okay, if these guys, if they don't, if, if they don't make a sacrifice, then the world will possibly end, except for them. You know, whatever. Yeah. But if they do, like, like the whole time I'm thinking, okay, this is a setup. Like, like they were saying, like, oh, this yeah. is all oh, closed yeah. circuit TV. Yeah. Like, they're just. But why would they be? Why would they be messing with them? Like, why? Well, you know, that one I mean? guy I thought was homophobic, and they thought maybe it was like some kind of thing. Right. They kind of 
But then I started thinking as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, if they do go through with it, and so one of them gets sacrificed, how will they know that they stop yeah. the apocalypse? Exactly. <laughs> like, 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 everything could anyone. just go on as normal. Right. And then, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of went through my head. But then, as you kind of get to the end of it, and you start seeing everything, all the planes, all the coverage you know and then when they do well, even leave, when they go outside and, yeah and they the do leave. storm and all this type stuff and like i said you see a freaking plane still falling and yeah whatever else then it kind of makes sense yeah. but i don't know it was very i it was i it liked was interesting it. it was different it was interesting different it was well done i enjoyed it it was a it wasn't my favorite in my shaman but it was decent i didn't love it but i didn't hate it i thought it was yeah. pretty good it was interesting because I was watching it and I was trying to put myself in their shoes, you know, because it's kind of like that dilemma and like they're tied up and I was kind of with the one husband. I'm like, when they first tied him up, it's like, no, I'm not going to kill me my family. There's no way in hell. Even if, let the world in. You know, I was kind of with him. It's like, screw the world. I'm not killing somebody in this room, you know, type of thing. But then by the, by the planes falling, I'm like, yeah, if someone's willing, one of us is willing to die, I can kind of see going along with it because it's starting to look pretty convincing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, the first two, it's like, well, that could have been a tsunami. It's like, oh, well, there's a flu. Like the guy said, they've been talking about that for weeks. Okay, it's an outbreak. I mean, uh, yeah, right. it could or could not be related. But when planes just start flying from the sky, you're like, uh, yeah, that's not normal. That, I don't know how planes just start falling from the sky. <laughs> doesn't, as, a, as an aircraft engineer, it's pretty rare that even one plane falls, let alone a bunch of them. Yeah. It has to be something pretty but, out of Okay, the but here's the thing. That was like, what, the third one the or third whatever one, the yeah. type things? Mm-hmm. You know, and then other things happen. And then when they go outside... It cracks me up that planes are still falling. How high was this plane? Yeah, or are they still all. sending planes up in the air? I mean, <laughs> it's well, maybe they all didn't fall you know? at once. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a domino. Uh, I don't I know. know. But yeah, I know like, what you're saying. It, it doesn't. I mean, I'm sure the more you think about it, the less it sense. holds up to. Like I said, I, I don't know. I, to me, I think I had already made my decision. Yeah. Very early in that damn film. And then it didn't follow through with my decision, and then I started picking it apart because it just pissed me off. Well, I thought so, it was interesting because he's yeah. a writer too, M. Night Shyamalan, and this was based on a book. It wasn't. And the original. book totally takes a left turn. Oh, see, I'm curious well. how the book ends. Okay, so the book ends. So you're gonna find out. You he are gonna on find Wikipedia. out. I'm he going did. to tell you. So he didn't read because, it because yeah, of course I didn't read it. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. I read an interview with the, the writer or whatever as well in which he thought M. Night Shyamalan's movie was a much more of a horror movie than his or than his book was. But in his book, everything is, to your earlier point, a bit more unsure. Uh, there isn't, you know, planes falling out of the sky when they go outside and gotcha. storms and everything else. Yeah. All they're, they're basing everything off of what they're seeing what? here with the television and everything else you know and and things like this yeah now the other there's a huge twist in the book that probably helps with where it goes but here's what happens at the at the very end of the book they don't end up sacrificing anybody Uh, okay and they end up walking out the door you know type things and going we're taking our chances yeah you know type things but, like I said, it's a little bit more vague on what's going on. It'd have to be pretty compelling for me to not take my chances. But here was the, the thing. You know that, what I mean? Well, one of the, the big twists that happens in the book that they didn't do in the movie is about, there's that part where um, 
the guy gets out, I think, and gets the gun. Oh, yeah. And then they're struggling mm-hmm. with uh, Dave Batista and the other guys yeah. struggling, you know, with the gun, and they yeah. shoot one of the other people. Uh, okay, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the book, they actually, the gun goes off and it shoots the little girl. Oh. Okay. And it ends up killing the little girl. Oh. Yeah. And they go, the, the two husbands are like, well, okay, there's... There's you know, the there's the sacrifice. You know, we're totally upset and everything else. But you know, we're not going to sacrifice one or the other. And then one of the Dave Batista character type or whatever in the yeah. book says, "Oh no, that wasn't a sacrifice. That was an accident." So you still have to take out <laughs> one, one, one or the other. And so then they're basically like just a giant yeah, fu. I don't yeah. even care. You yeah. know, at that point, then if the Correct. world ends or not, we're we're rolling with it. So, Does the world end in the book, or we don't know? You don't know. They basically oh. the two cop out. The two, why would right? Why would you end the book? They just walk out the door. That's exactly right. They just open the door and wow, they walk out. Much more satisfying than that so, crappy book. Yeah. See, I like the book. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. it's a little more. So open. cool. I oh so apparently my wife spends time watching TikTok, and for some reason came across a TikTok feed that Piranha movie from like 20, oh, 15 that's one of my years favorite ago. movies of all time. And so it's the one with, like, Elizabeth Shue and Adam Scott. And she likes Adam Scott from mm. uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. And she likes Elizabeth Shue from the 80s or whatever. So she's like, yeah, we should watch this. Because it's, you know... It, now, let me explain. My wife does not like horror or gore. <laughs> so we pop this movie on. And, like, half the movie she's covering her face. And that is such a bizarre movie. Because yeah. it's it's all gore and, like... It is. You know, nudity and just... Yeah. It's like your typical... It's movie. like your I've typical... I've never seen it. It's pretty bad. You should watch it. You'd probably like it. 80s, 90s type. Do you know what movie. I did watch? And then there's a sequel called Piranha Double D. Was it that? No, I thought it was... I thought there was, like, a 3D. I thought there was a 3D. This was Piranha 3D. This is the one we saw. Okay. With Elizabeth Shue and Adam Scott. Now, obviously, we didn't see it in 3D, but it was yeah. made for 3D. Yeah. Then they made a sequel, Piranha Double, Double D. D. Yeah. Okay. I watched yeah. The Terrifier 2. Okay, I've never heard of that. Can you watch movies we've heard of? It's a horror movie. It's a gore horror movie. Okay. Like, just total gore horror. Has anybody ever heard of it other than you? Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, there's a sequel, Terrifier 2. Yeah, I've seen the first one. I, I hope so. I yeah. mean, otherwise you'd be lost. Mm-hmm. It's weird, though, because it had, like, a cut scene. I haven't either. It had, a, it had like, an after-credit scene in a horror movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's not too yeah. bad or weird it, anymore. <laughs> I, it's like, I don't know. I like, I don't want to say like, I like, like I like Saw. Like, I, I like, like the Saw, Saw movies. Why do you like the Saw movies? Uh, I don't know. Like, Torture porn? I yeah. know. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. But the, yeah. the like first one the was feel. really good. The first, like, the first all Saw? horror movies. I don't get the feel. The first Saw movie was really good. The first Saw movie was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would give it that. Because it was a different little bit of a take yes. on things. And, and then there the, again, it was a little bit of a anyway, real Get back to thing. your oh, focus. It's the Terrifier or Terrifier whatever. Terrifier 2. 2. How was the Terrifier 2? I liked it. Nobody okay. else would probably like it, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. So, so sticking with the uh, horror type stuff, I did watch Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Is Mila Jovovich in it? That is totally awful. Uh, no. Yeah, totally not. awful. Uh, she's not. I don't even know. It's it's like a bunch of B. Is Mila Jovovich like even still alive? Yeah. I hope so. She was only like twenty when she did. Uh, she hasn't done anything. Yeah, she's so. been doing the Resident Evil movies. She did one, and she like, did that twenty years, years ago. What? She did Monster Hunter as well. Oh yeah, she's in all those video games. Yeah, she likes those video game I don't type know, movies. Monster Hunter. 
Oh, it's an awful movie, but she's it's in it. It's based on a video game. Even heard so of it. It's based on a video game, yeah. And it probably, I think it came out like in 2020, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Something like that, so not that So long. is this it, like a sequel to all the Resident Evil movies? I think it was trying to be more like a reboot. A reboot. Yeah. But it's bad. And, and, a and requel? Try, yeah, there you go. And trying to bring, you know, new people into the fold, you know, and cool. stuff of this nature. I've never watched any of some of the characters. I haven't seen any things, of them. Uh, I should go to watch all of them. But, I mean, it, sure. it's your typical horror type thing, you know. I mean, it's a bunch of zombies, you know, and stuff. Yeah. And people getting infected and trying to affect others. And they had try to have some story about how the Umbrella Corporation did it all, you know, and things. But, um, did you raise your hand? Or you no, I was, there was something. There was something, but... But overall, I mean, it's a short movie. And a hair. Brandy likes the or, Resident Evil movies, but I think part of it was Mila Jovovich or whatever her name was, uh, type things and stuff. And so we watched this one. I don't know that she really liked this one. I think we both kind of liked it. One of my first memories of Resident Evil is when you were at your apartment, when you moved from the one apartment to the other apartment, the two bedroom, mm-hmm. you had uh, Kaylin and... You had a PlayStation, you had Resident Evil on it, and I like, came over and visited, and we were like playing Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Or you were playing it, or somebody was playing it, and we were watching. And I think that's it. part of why Brandy likes it, is because I used to play those video games, and she loved watching those and yeah. helping me you know, solve puzzles or whatever else through them. So. Have you guys even seen a trailer for Sisu? I have. Oh, my God, it's all over Facebook. Every time I scroll Facebook, yeah. there's a Sisu ad. I've heard it's pretty I don't good. know what it is. It's a, it's, like... It looks freaking awesome. It's a... I don't know that Nazi it ever Germany came out. Type of thing. It did come out to theaters, but it, it was only there for, like, a week or two because a guy at work went and seen it because he was like, yeah, I saw this thing, and so I went to in there, and I was like, holy crap. He goes, I didn't... It was not what I expected. I don't know that was good, but... You should watch <coughs> the trailer. I see it on Facebook a thousand times. Oh, yeah. you have seen the trailer. Then well, you should know no, what it's I about. Well, I past it. So and there's a the guy like in Finland. Oh, I don't or, know about it. Jesus Christ! Did you, you see need it? to watch it though? No, I want to watch it. I know, it. and you need to tell I me. Think you can only it, rent I think it. I will like it. I think you can only rent it. Uh, if it's out on DVD, I would buy it. You know, it's really bad. But I want to wait for it to stream. Because I bet you my dad could probably get it. Yeah, I know, right? It's like. It's like, uh, it's from the producers of John Wick. Yeah. So it's basically like a John Wick character. Almost. John Wick character movie in Nazi Germany. Yeah, so I guess it's not really horror. It's just a lot of violence. Yeah, it's like a Tarantino, John Wick-esque kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It looks, I want to see it. Look good. I can't wait till it like streams or whatever. I did see Megan, the M3 gun or whatever, so... Did you um, see that? I haven't seen that. I haven't. Is it a horror? It looks alright. It tries to be. It, it's trying to be on like this, this edge of, of like horror. horror. Not really comedy horror, but more of like a horror suspense, you yeah. know, type things. Um, there is, is some horror aspects in it. Honestly, I liked it, but I don't. My expectations weren't high. I was expecting something really dumb, and I felt like it was a better done child's play I guess in a way mm. you know type things I mean there's the the character of Megan you know is basically a robot you know taking care of this girl or you know type things in the there's some scenes in there in which it's like yeah I can kind of see this it kind of makes sense you know and whatever else and ultimately the reason why Megan goes bad is because she's protecting 
the girl spoiler. by you know all means necessary you know type thing so it is a bit spoilerific but you if you've seen the trailer you know that she's kind of like weird you know megan is not quite all there and may have some murderistic tendencies did so, you watch midsummer yeah. no it's not on amazon prime anymore otherwise i was gonna watch i think it. it's on something though i didn't look for it's it. on something i couldn't find it but because i did try to do a search on it yeah and it popped up on my prime for like a two months straight and I just was like yeah I need to watch that I didn't actually watch a lot we're, all, we're almost through Sweet Tooth season 2 which I'm not digging that show at all oh really mm. I don't I think I'm just not in the right mood either so. we've been re-watching all the Marvel movies in the timeline wow, that wow. Cool. we're up to Doctor Strange cool cool it's a good time Winter Soldier best yeah, movie we're ever we're past that love that one on your left Scott uh, loves that one I do I do I it's, a, it's a movie. good one it, over, it's a good over. one. I don't know, man. Like, we watch them. I had... What's sticking out for you? Guardians 2 is not one... Remember. Yes, it's not one that I watched a lot. But it's so good. It is really good. Those three movies are just... Are amazing. Freaking solid. All yeah, three all of three. them. Yeah. No, no down... No, not at all. A lot of people thought the second one was a bit of a letdown from the first one, but I think it's right. just as good. I didn't get that, though, ever, even when I watched it. I mean, it's... Maybe not quite as solid, but I mean, you have always that type of problems, you know, on some things. I, I think the problem is that they introduced too much new stuff. You know, did they? I was well, never like really. And, I don't know. I guess that's true. I was never like a hu- a big fan of the first Captain America movie. It's and okay. It, but it's, it's solid. It's it's solid. It's really not that bad. It's yeah. like got the action. It's got it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It it is, it is interesting. I mean, I is still the first Thor still pretty bad. Uh, the first two aren't great. <laughs> the second one is I don't think is very good at all. Yeah. The, but the first one, I honestly at the time I really liked, but I think that's because I had such low expectations for Thor. He was not a superhero I cared much for. The first one, I was just seeing if Marvel could pull it off because I. I thought it was a bit of a stretch from Iron Man to Thor. Uh, exactly. Because it was kind of mythological, and it was like kind of fantasy. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, they're trying fantasy. to bring it to a mainstream audience. I'm like, can they pull this off? And then I saw it, I was like, yeah, they kind of I felt like they kind of did. They pulled yeah. it off, yeah. I mean, Helmsworth is really good in that. I still, I, I mean, he's like fighting his place. But it's but not a great movie by any stretch. No. But, they but I haven't it. seen it in a long time either, so that's why I was asking the question. If, it, you know, I remember it not being one that I was actively wanting to go right. watch again but it's, I didn't feel like but I knew when I watched it I was entertained I right. still felt it was better than I still love Iron George. Man 2 oh really Mickey I, Rourke and Mickey Rourke. But you I like, like Mickey Rourke I'm, no 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 I like the other guy too yeah. what is his name Sam Rockwell Sam there Rockwell. you go is a, I love is, is a, Sam Rockwell is awesome yes I'd watch any movie with Sam Rockwell <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> so He's yeah, that, good. that uh, I don't know. So I mean, it's good. not like the greatest movie, but it's not. But I they, they like have those it. good actors, like yeah. Sam Rockwell and Mickey Rourke, really make it, yes. even though it's not really that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I still know. cringe at that stupid party scene where he's like in the armor and like trashing the place. And, yeah. Like, oh, this is bad. Right. 
Well, there's a weird part in... And they don't um, really do much with Whiplash either. I don't think so. There's a weird... They could have done a lot better. Yeah, he was so cool. Tony Stark, like, re-watching Civil War... Yeah. I get it, like... His character, Tony Stark, there are a couple scenes... The one I really... There was one, and he just... He has, like, some cornball line. It's almost just, like... He's about ready to cry. Yeah. And then, like, at the very end, when uh, they're fighting, and Ka- and he's like, he says something like, that's, that's not your shield, that's my dad's shield, and you don't earn, and I'm like, really? I'm like, he sounds like a four-year-old, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, and it's just, it's weird, like, it's Mr. so... Mr. is a baby. Mmm... He's a bit of a he, spoiled child. He is a that's his bit, shtick. but you don't really see it a lot. And then, of course, obviously, you know, in the first Avengers, I mean, he makes the sacrifice, and then everybody yeah. knows he makes the ultimate sacrifice. So, I mean, yeah. you know, but he... That doesn't he, mean he's not a bit of a brat. Right. He is a bit of a brat. But, <laughs> but he has those a, corny still, lines. Yeah. Are, there's a couple corny lines in Civil War. Yeah. But, uh, yes, but there's the airport scene to... Oh, I know. To make oh, up all of it. Anybody got some orange slices? <laughs> 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 that, that whole... I mean, the, that... And even, like, you know, like... Um, I think we've talked about a lot, or we have in the past, maybe not a lot, but, like, in the first Avengers movie, the end, like, the attack on New York... Yeah. Like, it's shot like a freaking comic book, like, panel to panel, where they go from... Yeah. Thor, and then he's on the thing with the Hulk, and then they go to Hawkeye, yeah, and then they fall. Yeah. The beginning of Avengers Ultron is like that when they're storming the yeah. castle. <laughs> they do all that, and yeah. then obviously at the end when they're trying to fight off Ultron, Ultron, and they're yeah. all around and yeah. everything. I mean, I felt like that was like almost just a big splash page, you know? Right? That, that yeah, absolutely. Doing that whole but roundabout type thing. I mean, I don't know. Rewatching all the Marvel movies, I mean, there's just there's so many good one lot like on your left. There's so many good little like when they're in in uh, Ultron, and uh, you know uh, Tony says something and Cap's like language, and he's like, "Did we just hear that?" And they're like, "That's not going away anytime soon." And then it's like Cap said a bad word. Cap <laughs> said a bad word. I mean. Man, the the Smithsonian is. I got to pick up a fossil. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like the the ensemble stuff with the characters, they play so well together. Yeah. I mean, the movies just work so well. I think that's what's amazing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they took some pretty big swings. Like we talked about Thor, right? With yeah. the fantasy elements, yeah. and they pulled that off. Then they did Guardians of the Galaxy, which had like. It was pretty hard sci-fi. God. When I saw that, I'm, and it's quirky, you know, I'm like, I know. man, I don't I know. Honestly I, when thought, I saw the trailer, I'm like, I don't know if the mainstream audience are going to go for this. I agree. And it was this huge hit. I'm like, wow, they really took a big swing there, and I was a little nervous. Yeah. And it went great. And then with the Avengers, the first Avengers, trying to bring all those characters together and try and give them all their own screen time and try uh. and, like you said, edit it to where everybody gets their moment and pull it all together and pull it off. That yeah. was hard. No one had ever really done that successfully. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was a big well. swing, and it worked. You know what yeah. I mean? And it just... They took all these kind of pretty big swings, and they all pulled them all off. Yeah. I mean, and I think they pulled off because they hired really good writers and directors. Mm-hmm. And I feel that where they're hurting a little bit right now is the names that they're getting to direct and write aren't the same names. You know what I mean? Like, if some of them came up with them, 
They're still taking chances. They're taking some bit. chances, like, but I feel like the they're next? taking the wrong chances. What's next? Uh, the As Marvels. The Marvels, which oh, I'm not yeah. excited about at all. Yeah. And then after, like, what's... And that director <laughs> might be the same one huh? that directed the first. He's cracking it, but then what? Well, I know, but I'm saying, like, what... like. Well, that Marvels are the end of this year. Yeah, that was, and so then next? the next I one will be next year. Oh, we've got uh, well, the okay, Thunderbolts. So you've got some problems, right? Is moment. Thunderbolts a movie? Yeah, yeah Thunderbolts a... will be a movie. You're, but you're running into this writer's strike, which is going to uh, cause some yeah. issues. And what are they calling the new? Are they calling the new uh, Kang movies like Avengers? Is that what they're calling? Them? I can't remember what they. Uh, well, yes, yeah. You got Kang Dynasty, which is an Avengers movie. And you got, uh, what the hell is it, Secret Wars, which is an Avengers, Avengers movie. So they got those. And you've got a Fantastic Four movie. Secret Wars so, is a TV show. Uh, okay, Don't so what confused. is the, what's the Jonathan Hickman thing? It's Secret Wars. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I think this is Secret Invasion is a, t- is a TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, Secret, Secret Invasion is a TV, is a TV show. Secret Wars is the third King movie. It's going to be the big yeah, it's gonna be finale, like, like, finale, like in-game Infinity War. Oh. Yeah. So they really don't have a whole lot of movies. Well, well they, they, they got to They've your point. The Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts. Um, they, they still s- have a blade that's yeah. supposed to come out with. I thought there was a second Shang Chi in there too. So, maybe. Uh, well, aren't yeah, they going to do? Because I heard, <laughs> well, I read something online that they had cast um, Fanta- uh, Mr. Fantastic. They. It sounds like it. They also sounds like they maybe got. Uh, and it was Adam Driver. Yes, that, that Adam Driver seems to be a front runner. Margot Robbie seems to be up there for Invisible uh, Woman, Invisible Girl, whatever she is. That's so weird. Like everybody knows her as Harley Quinn. I know. I know. It's so weird. It, Margot Robbie's a really good actress. She is, yes. but man, what was that one where she was in with Will Smith, where they're like uh, the con artist? Oh, uh, uh, Focus. Is that what that one is? I God damn, so. that movie was so much better than I expected. It's alright. I didn't expect. I, I maybe I, I didn't know what maybe to expect. Had lower expectations. Yeah, I actually, really I was expecting it to be good. Anyway, you yeah. saw John Wick four. I did. I saw it? John Wick four. What did you think? Fucking fantastic! I know, right? Um, it is so much better than three. I will say that. I was not that big of a fan of three. Um, it's long, and you it's can feel it really in some long. spots. I mean, they they needed something there to. To clip Have you out. watched any of the John Wicks? Yeah, I've seen all three. Okay. They they take a little long, especially in that one part with the kind of the poker game. That 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 damn thing like took way too damn long. That could have been trimmed down some. But it was amusing in its own way. The dude in the fat suit, you know, <laughs> oh my god, there's this guy that's like huge and dude moves like effing kingpin. I mean, my <laughs> god, he does a roundhouse kick that just was like, whoa, didn't see that coming. So. Um, but yeah, overall the action Somebody is really good. Somebody said they're making another one. Jesus Christ, Donnie, is it Donnie Wynn, Donnie Yin? However you pronounce his name, the the blind guy. There's oh, some, yeah. some of those parts in which he's flipping that sword. He is just so smooth and fast every time. You know, you're watching these other guys that are going out here and doing whatever else, and he's just you're like, uh, it was there. I, it was like a magic trick. I'm not entirely sure where it went. <laughs> Somebody said they're making another one. They're making. I've heard that. Was it somebody at work? At work? Yeah. They probably don't know what they're talking about. Mm. I mean. Cause... No, maybe I don't. Know. Well, I've also heard that when you watch it, there's no. A, maybe it was at your I think house. I just spin yeah, it was at our, my house. But the, the, well, I think that may be what the case may be. Do spin-offs. you? But they introduce a couple. Do of you characters know what's going one, on with so. four? 
he dies. Okay. Yeah. So how did they make another one? Spinoffs. That, and that's what I wonder, is if they're doing some spinoffs. Because they introduced well, some they characters do, in here, yeah. and one of the characters, prequels. Uh, my that's, wife, yeah, prequels. really liked quite a bit. Those are the two ways you make and, and things I know. like that. So. I know. Or just bring them back. And <laughs> okay, like, so like, I know... I'm. Cyborg John Wick, but the, but the We've whole seen the, the whole the, the the climax, you know, this like last what the hell is it hour or maybe forty five minutes in which he basically dude. has to go beat the bad, you know, type yeah. things. How but, about and so he's like throwing everybody at him, and he's got it's like taking all night, and he's got to be somewhere by sunrise. Yeah. So the action is just one nonstop. Yeah. I, I don't even know. How if you're John Wick, you can get hit by a car like 15 times full speed, and, it and just you just bounce off is of it. Doesn't incredible, hurt though. What about that scene with the uh, with the dragon fire shotgun, <laughs> where they go above and you're watching like video game? Oh my god! Yeah. And you're watching it bird's eye. Yeah, that scene was awesome it when was he's going really through good. that house. Yeah, and then the other thing that went through my head is like when he's going up the steps. Yeah, like. Uh, who cleans up all those bodies? There had to have been 80 to 100 guys dead on those steps. <laughs> and then, of course, you get he gets close to the top, and then he goes all the fucking way I love the guy. fact that they had these tight suit jackets that must be made from the lightest Kevlar ever. <laughs> and, you know, it seems to block any bullet ever, you know, it was, but you see them all the time. I mean, at least they try to, you know, yeah. to ham it up, you know, they go like this, you know, to block their head, you know, and things. The great, but, uh, the, uh, the, when he gets up to the top and they have to take everything off and he takes his jacket off and he just, <laughs> I know, <laughs> off the shelves. Both of them, though, I know. are doing that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the bad guy, the bad guy or whatever, yeah, he's a total douche. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah. But anyway, it's a good... If you like the other John Wicks, you'll like four. I, I mean, you don't have to sell me on John Wick. Oh, yeah, I, know. I know what it is. I yeah. haven't watched it yet. It just did. I There's felt no like... urgency. It's a three-hour movie, so... But here was the thing, was that in three, they were putting him on this weird quest, you know, where he was having to go get stoned and do these other weird things and, and whatever else. confusing the John Wick movies for having a plot. Well, that, but that was the problem. <laughs> three seemed to, like, seem like they wanted to have a plot, was my it problem. It was constant action. Oh, God, no. There was some damn slow-down spots in three there where he's, like, out in the damn desert and whatnot. In three. I thought it was constant. So I felt like that he did some, they did some weird things there. And that I felt like in four, they went back to the well that they had before where, yeah, it was pretty much just going from one fight scene to the next. To be fair, I fell asleep during three things. I see. I can believe that. And then I woke up in the last 10 minutes. So, so yeah, I think I got the gist. Yeah, I, I honestly felt like they were trying to put a plot in there. Uh, that was that like, might have been the part I slept through. Was like, yes. It was nonsense. weird because you would think a movie that's constant action, which it was, I fell asleep. It's like, how do you fall asleep when action's happening? But I felt like this one, they were like straightforward. You got this. Here's You're the terrible. bad guy. Here's You're this. Terrible. Terrible. You're a terrible movie watcher. You're a terrible movie watcher. I don't fall asleep very often through movies, especially ones that I am looking forward to. Oh, those are ones I fall asleep the most because I put down all my other electronics and don't distract myself with anything, mm. and I fall asleep. So I watched uh, The Marksman. It's a, a person with a certain set of skills. Is that, uh, what's his face? It is Liam. I saw like 10 so, minutes of that movie. So, And then something happened and we didn't get to finish watching it. And I asked my asleep. wife. No, we were awake. And we were watching it, and then something happened. Power like, went we got out. distracted or something. 
Maybe it was a power one out. Power and then one. I asked my wife, do you want to go back to finish watching that movie? She's like, nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically Liam Neeson taking some, you know, Mexican kid to New York. I yeah. mean, to Chicago. And he's, like, at the border, you know, of Arizona or something. So it's like the opposite of Crime so, Macho. I don't know that I've seen that. Okay. So, the opposite of what? Crime Macho. So... I haven't seen that. Is that where Clint Eastwood takes some Mexican kid to Mexico? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I did. That did remind me that we did recently watch the last Rambo movie. There's. Are you sure there's not gonna be another one? The last Rambo movie that's come out. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, I stopped watching those after. Where he has to go Rambo. to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And Scott, I stopped uh, watching this. Yeah. Oh. What else did you watch, Scott? Keep going. Um, let's see. Keep I watched uh, Promising Young Woman. Oh, I want to see that. You would like it. I it looks like something I would like. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what that is. Oh, I should, so, you made me want to watch it even more. So, promising young woman. Series? It, it, no, it's don't a movie. Don't spoil anything. I okay. want to see it. It's I don't a, even know what it's about. I just want to see it. Okay, so here's the why the, the hell the do you want to level. see it? It's on my so list. It 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 is basically about a it's like why? a vigilante thing, isn't it? It's basically about a girl whose best friend something. Bad, a, a bad happened to her. Basically, it uh, was a rape. Type she doesn't thing. like a rampage, and so right? she's kind of in this revenge yeah. vendetta type things, trying to find, you know, the man, the men that did things to her best friend, as well as per- happening to try to just in general finding men that are trying to take advantage of women. Is it artsy? You know? It's got a little bit, maybe, in there. That's why I'd say that. But it's got young woman. It's got the uh, really cool dialogue, I think, in a lot of cases. Because that that character is just really... She's just really... um, I thought it was on something. It's probably on... She's really sharp. It's probably on Scott's secret. Yeah, I have no idea what it's on. So, to tell you the truth. But... But yes, it, I did think that that is a movie that you would. I think you would already see seen it. it. No, it's on the it's list. been out. I mean, it, oh yeah, it's, it's been, been out for like a time. year. I, I got really behind like that movie. I did too. I did too, and that's why I was catching mm-hmm. up. And I had this one. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to see that. It's so, on my list. Um, yeah, that, I'd be curious on how you think or what you think of the ending after you see it. I'll but see uh, but yeah, it's definitely one to, worth the watch. Cool. Um, let's see, uh, Megan, that one, the Marksman. Watch the Boston Strangler. It's um, got uh, Kira Knightley. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I, so it's kind of that murder mystery type of thing, oh, cool. and so you know, Brandy likes those type of things. I so she was really watching it, and it follows overall history from what I understood fairly well. A little bit, they were a lot of debate was going on whether one person was, was doing it or not. Yeah, kind of like this idea, and so yeah. And so, and they 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 introduce the the characters that are on there. Uh, Polka Dot Man or whatever is gotcha. one of them. So you know he plays always the nice creepy kind of guys, you know, and things like this. But uh, you know, and it takes place I think in the nineteen sixties or something. So you know, it's kind of got that. You know, there's only so much crap they can do. You know, the old phones and whatever. Yeah. You know, and women's you know are basically were, you know over there to do the yeah. the housewife you know stories and whatnot. So this was like kind of you know that the women you know that were actually getting the opportunity to to report more on a, a murder that was taking out jesus women. christ it came out december 25th of 2020 what's that promising, promising young woman yeah. yeah i knew it came out a while ago why are you surprised by me? i don't know you said you want to see it i do want to see i know it now yeah. for three freaking years i know yeah i'm behind on my movie He's apparently um and i did watch the terminal list with uh 
I feel like I've seen that with uh, what's what his that? name, Chris, uh, whatever. Uh, one of those Pratt Pine. There, Pratt Pratt. That's it. Honestly, I didn't think it was too bad. Oh, I saw that. The yeah. series? It's a series, It's right? a series, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It yeah. gets really weird and dark, though. It is very dark, I feel like, in a lot of ways, yeah. And there's really that whole thing that they're doing, like, if he's really it's crazy or not. Prime. Yep, yeah. It's kind of a different role for him. Yeah, yeah. But I thought and he did pretty good He did okay, yeah. but I don't know that he has a lot of range, to be quite honest. I think the Goofy is really where he's... I think that's where he does the best. <laughs> I think when he tries, he's kind of like a John Krasinski when he tries to be all serious, like well, Jack Ryan. Uh, oh, yeah, I can believe that, too. It's hard. I, it's, I don't it's know hard. why. But, but, yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, what was that one that was on Amazon Prime with the aliens? Forever War. Honestly, I felt that was, like, right up his wheelhouse. You know, he was kind of the action star with the yeah. quick, No, you that know, was perfect, yeah. Type things, yeah, that was you know. good. It was a little more serious, but it, not too much. Not too much, exactly. Kind of like Jurassic Park type of It was, it in was. A he's, yeah. he's good in that sort of... Yeah. It's on Prime. Whereas Terminal List, man, he was like, yeah, that's it all... It was more like a serious dark, drama yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, he, exactly I right. think he struggles a little bit there. I think it's just because he's so typecast, maybe. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps after watching too, freaking so many seasons of Parks and Rec. Well, that was from 2021. What are you talking about? It said it was on HBO Max in 2021. What was? Promising, oh, Promising Young Woman. Oh, yeah, I think it's still on HBO But I think it's on Prime. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe. Yeah, well, I need to watch it either way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, have any of you guys watched Louder Milk? I just watched the first episode last night. I kind of dug it. I have no idea what Louder Milk. Milk. I don't even know that one. Nope. Is that an animated? No, it is a, <laughs> it's a sitcom um, with the guy from Office Space, the main character. Oh. Uh, and he's like a recovering alcoholic. What is it on? It's on Amazon Prime. He's a recovering alcoholic, and he leads like AA meetings. So, but he's this really abrasive, obnoxious guy who just goes around, you know, huh. being real blunt. Is this fairly people. new? Uh, there's like three seasons. Oh God! So yeah, I don't know that. No, it's that so new. It's not new. So check out Louder Milk if you feel so inclined. You still what need you to watch. Amazon? It's Amazon Prime. Okay. If you're on Amazon Prime watching that, you should watch Mr. D. Yeah, I got that one still written down. I, don't know I haven't Mr. watched D that is. one. So Sam Rockwell? It's not Sam Rockwell. Ah, damn. Um, That'd be cool if it was. And what was the other one? Louder? Louder Milk. Louder, Louder Milk. milk. Okay. Louder Milk. I don't okay. remember any of this stuff. I know. And you All ours. Well, that's why I typed You still there. haven't watched What We so, Do in the Shadows, so you're no. still a disappointment to me, and you always will be. All our, All our streaming services are crashing. We can't access any of it. Really? Our Netflix is crashing. Why is it crashing? I don't know. It won't oh. let me watch it. It's because is it because you're sharing it panels? It's probably because I'm sharing it too much. Yeah. Did they crack down on that? They they said, they're going to. I haven't, they haven't yet, have they? Supposedly they did. They sent Kaylin something that said... If she didn't get her shit together, they were going to cancel. So, or something. My dad hasn't got anything yet on Netflix. I'll turn it on, and it'll play for like five seconds, and then it'll just... Hmm. And I reset it, and it's been doing it for like the last three or four days. But some of the streaming services you actually pay for. I do. (laughs) So I'd probably be upset about that. I know. If those are ones that (laughs) crash. I'm going to cut everybody off. All right, hold on. That's right. All right, comics. Comics? Comics. comics. We read some. (coughs) Scott did read no books. I read nothing. I better that. knock some out because you guys read nothing. I really <laughs> felt like what I needed to do was holler at you and say, hey, what are you reading this week? I should have. I just read these this week, know, and I could have given all three to you. But, yeah, and then um, just picked them up. It was kind of short notice, though, so I didn't know. I will start with Berserk because this book was pretty cool. A little strange and disturbing. Um, so Berserk keeps going. Um, Boy, you wrote so, right up to Boobies. 
Oh, that's all that's in this book, dude. Um, anyway, so Griffith, who was the leader of the band of whatever, the hawk or whatever, he has been kidnapped by the king because he slept with the princess and he's been being tortured for a year. They, like, cut all his tendons and they, like, really tortured him. And he, he can't even, like, lift his arms or his legs. He's just, like, a shell of his former self. He was, used, he was like, the great leader or whatever. So, he, so they have to go rescue him. So the first half of the book, it's basically Guts, who's our main character, and Casca, who's our secondary main character. And they have a relationship now. And they're going to rescue Griffith. So they get the band together and they go into the city and they rescue Griffith. And they get him out of there. Of course, they That's send... The first half. Uh, about a first third. Hmm. Well, then they escape. Well, then the king sends these people after him who are led by this really crazy guy. And he's like this... He's like this horrible, like, overlarge, like, brutish guy who, like, leads this really bad band of people. And they send him after him. And it turns out this guy's, like, some kind of weird demon or whatever. And that's why he has all these powers. Well, at some point during him chasing and then fighting and all that stuff, he turns into this demon. And he kind of knocks Guts to the side. And he grabs Casca. And a tongue... And he's going to rape her. And a tongue comes out of his mouth. And it's, like, shaped like a penis. And then he's getting ready to, like, penetrate. And then Guts comes out with his sword and just lops it off. Good job. So that was probably the weirdest part of the book. But, uh, but yeah, that was kind of in the middle. Well, then it that finally, it finally circles around to the beginning. Because in the beginning, Griffith was, like, this, like, god guy. And you're like, well, how did he become this god? Mm. Well, they finally get to it in the end of this one. He's basically becoming, like, one of these demons. And he's going to elevate Sin to become one of these demons. And that finally happens. Kind of. I don't think it completely happened, but it starts to happen at the end of this book. But everything in this book takes forever. So oh, that's yeah. kind of the gist of it. But anyway, it was it was pretty interesting. I liked it. It was a lot happened. Yeah. It's actiony. Can I give you the next one? Yeah, you did. Okay. I got it. I need to give this one back to you. Oh, that's fine. I just I couldn't remember if I gave you. And then I got three trades I want to knock out. How many books do you have then at Berserk? Because, I mean, they're uh, up into, like, the 13. Yeah, I think I have 12 or 13. Oh, you have 13? Okay. Mm-hmm. And there might be, like, one more coming out. And you I'm not have sure. up to 12, huh? Wow. Uh, up to, I think I'm caught up to whatever they have. Oh, are you? That has, okay. That has come that out. That is impressive. There might be one more that I'm waiting on that I've, like, pre-ordered and okay. just hasn't been released yet, but I'm not sure. So, I haven't read them all. Holy crap, that looks like something from... It's Jeff part Lemire. of the Bone Orchard mythos. So this is okay. 10,000 Black Feathers by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. And, of course, Dave Stewart are in colors. And Andrea is the one that kind of did, is that Gideon Falls? Maybe? Yeah. Okay. okay. They did Gideon Falls, and so this is their follow-up horror thing. They're doing a bunch of, sh- like, different stories that are kind of connected, but... Because he did that one with the well that was right, like, right, yeah. Right. It doesn't feel that connected, but I think it's supposed to be in the same universe. And maybe it'll all come together later. Mm. But anyway, this one story is about these two um, girls. And they're friends when they're kids. They kind of talk about how they meet as children. And they start to kind of... One of them's trying to write like a, a fantasy novel book. Like she's writing like a fantasy novel. She's probably 10 or whatever. And the other one hears about it and she's like, oh, this would be fun. We should write it together. And she's like, well, it's kind of my thing. She's like, no, it'll be fun. We'll like do it. So they become like best friends and they write this fantasy thing and they work through it all and whatever. Cool. And then as they get older, they, they kind of start up. to grow apart. Um, the one girl wants to go out and kind of party and the other girl wants to sit in the basement and keep writing these stories. And they kind of grow apart. Well, at some point, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's very, 
the story that they wrote becomes like an actual different world and they can actually get into that world. Does it's that make sense? Yes. So it's kind of like, what is that stupid book by Karen Gillan that I gave to you? Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Die, Die yeah. It's Girl. almost like if, if Karen Gillan was a better writer, this is what Die could have been. Mm. Like, it's much more tight, much more succinct. It hits all, it hits some of the similar notes, but just in a much cleaner, streamlined way, and it's more satisfying and everything. So I really enjoyed it, and so you should probably read that. Does it, uh, it's, it ends. It does end? It okay. does end, yeah. Like I said, it, and so I think it's like a self-contained thing. I think it was like a six-issue series. Wow. But they're going to do more, but they're going to be similar stories with the yeah, same team, I remember, but they're kind of tied together. I don't know how they're tied I remember together. that with what, something that came All out. All right, do you want to jump in and do one since yeah, I did I two, Don? I don't really have that many. I have a lot of single uh, issues, so I'm not going to talk about what? I, I don't. Anything know. that strikes you? No, did you no. read Mother? Do a couple. Mother I four? did read Mother. Yeah, talk about that. 47. Four, I read four, Mother, Mother 47. 47. Yeah. I guess it's 1947. That is okay. The art or is... Or I thought it was like... I, wasn't he like item 47 or something? Oh, yeah, that can be too. So. But it's in yeah, 1940s Germany. But yeah, okay. World War Two ended It is Mother. Yeah, he's like item 47. So this is... Uh, who is the artist? And the writer? Clara Meath. Clara Meath. Her art's really Meath. cool. Meath. Her art is really cool. I really liked it. She has a cool uh, line, style, whatever. Um, the story's okay. It's just yeah. it's nothing great. It's not too wordy, but then it, it's weird. It has, like, no words, and it has, like, a bunch of words. And so it kind of slows down the narrative a little mm. bit. In yeah, parts, we're a little in the middle. Which yeah. I like a little either no words at all, or I don't like a whole bunch of word vomit all at once. Um, like that page. I thought that was a bit... But the art's really cool. The story's fine. I mean, it's nothing great. It's about this guy in like 1940s Germany. I guess he's been part of a, he's been part of an experiment, and he's like part rat or something, and he's going back to like free, like the rats. I guess I don't know. What are the other ones that they're doing the experiments on? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's cool. I think it's done. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So I okay. So I got caught Batman? up on. I got caught up on Batman. Um, one. Okay, so like, okay, so how, how? Like Spider Man number nine, Amazing Spider Man 900 came out, like, I don't know, several months ago, like maybe 10 months ago? 10 months ago, okay. How does Batman number 900 just come out? How is Spider Man, Batman started in like 1940. And Spider-Man started in 1960. Well, so. at one point they were how they were making Spider-Man three times a month for a long time. Remember, like yeah. they combined all the titles and made it all Amazing Spider-Man. It was cranking it out three oh, times a month. That's crazy. So you can make up some pretty good ground if Batman's only coming out monthly. Okay. But anyway, that's beside the point. Well, when did the <clears> first <throat> Bat? I mean, this is Batman, and you said did it come out in the 30s? Because wasn't it Detective? Detective came out first, but Batman number one was shortly <clears throat> after. Yeah, was it? Okay, sure. okay. I'm pretty I, sure. I don't know. My I don't know either. I don't know either. It I just, just didn't know if that odd. was part of it. Well, I know it wasn't. It was way before 1960. But they had Detective Comics 1000, right? Yeah. Already, and that was a couple of years ago. Right. So, so I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Batman was quite a numbering, bit after. Numbering doesn't matter, really. I was just curious. It does I just thought it was odd. Well, didn't so, Marvel one time say that their number, their anniversary number issues are kind of symbolic anyway? They're not... Yeah. Don't I do don't the math, know. basically. Right. <laughs> so... Just come up with a number. So, Zadar... So, this is um, Batman number 135, which is the culmination of, like, a six-part story. It's also, I think, the end of uh, Chip Zdarsky's run. Oh, okay. Um, 
think, I don't know. People were kind of like, I know the day or like the day before this came out, like I was on Facebook and people were like, oh my gosh, this issue is so good. You know, but I mean, but I didn't read any of it because I hadn't read the issue yet. Yeah. So anyway, I'll set it up. So like this last, well, they did like a six-parter before and then this is the following part. But so remember like when Batman like uh, made, had contingency plans to take out all of the the Justice League. Was that? Uh, oh yeah, that was what you would call it. Uh, was that like JLA, like way back, or was yeah. it not? Anyway, so Batman had created a contingency plan to take out Batman if Batman went bad. Okay. And so it's like a robot kind of thing that can Bat take out Batman. Do they call it Batbot? No, I don't remember what they call it. But anyway, opportunity. so now. so this happened, <laughs> and the Batman protocol, whatever went into effect and was, like, taking down Batman. Well, he did take out Batman, but he, like, zapped him into, like, a different multiverse. Of course. So he's in a different Gotham. It's my and man. so it's basically, like, there's no Batman. All the other characters are there, and it's, like, a... What do you call it? Like, a horrible Gotham that's, gotcha. like, run by Criminals. bad people. Because there's no Batman. And whatever. And so he becomes the Batman of this multiverse. Multiverse. But what's cool with the end in 135, he like starts going through uh, different multiverses. And like you flip the page and he's face to face with uh, Michael Keaton, Batman oh, yeah. from 1989. I asked if Michael Keaton was in there. Right? And so like. That's a cool scene. And then he just bounces around like he's stuck in this loop or whatever. So he bounces around to, um, he goes to the Dark Knight. You know, he goes mm. to the to Kelly Jones, like the uh, the vampire. So, I mean, like, that's yeah. really well rendered. And then he's, like, in the vampire Batman. Then he goes to, like, the Adam West Batman of the 60s. And uh, towards the end of the book... It, so he, he does Batman Beyond, and, you know, it's just, it's kind of neat it, the way that DC did that, you know what I mean? Like, they bounced around all these things. I, I had fun reading it. It's it's a neat little thing. Little but like animated series. Yeah, like, like The Kingdom Come, there's the Adam West, and, you know, the Sid, uh, or the, yeah, is it Sid Caesar, Joker, or whatever, from yeah. the 60s, you know, and then you have the Dark Knight Batman, and, um... But the greatest part was there's, like, a shark attack, and he pulls out the shark repellent. And, like, oh, I have the shark repellent from the... You probably don't even know the shark repellent from, like, the uh, the 60s Batman movie. Yeah. Where he's on the ladder, and the rubber shark jumps up, and he sprays it with bat repellent or whatever. Shark or repellent. shark repellent or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't know. The reason I brought it up, or, or talked about it, was that I thought it was really fun. It was a fun issue, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, they go through this, and you see all these and different... And that's the end of Zarsky's run? I think it's the end of Zdarsky's run. I'm not 100% sure, Where is because I'm actually... Where is he for the next writer to take up? Uh, he Does came back. Does it reset back. everything? Yeah, it comes... He, he... So, Robin... So it's almost like it never happened. <laughs> well, it happened, it but... It was a dream. But Ro no, it all happened. But Robin was in one of the Robins was in this world, and he found a way to go and track him to bring him back. And so Robin actually does 
find him and bring him back at the end. So, mm. like, he's back or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, dude, everything resets. So, I've, I've been reading Spider-Man, the new one. Yeah. Uh, the John Romita one or whatever. Yes. I don't... Everybody has died and come back so many freaking times. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't even know what's going on in Spider-Man yeah, anymore. Like Os- Harry Osborn, Norman, o- Harry Osborn's dead. He was a clone. I know. Norman Osborn is like Spider-Man good now. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. That's like, why I stopped I'm, reading Marvel books. I'm reading track. this right now. And I can't keep track of what's going on. I don't on. have the mental like, bandwidth I don't to keep know track of 900 issues of content. How many people have died and then come back and yeah. then died and then come back. And then, like, I don't even keep up with the, the Venom or the Carnage, yeah. like, any Correct. of that stuff anymore. Yeah. There's so many F and Zip, zip uh, symbiotes, like, running yeah. around. Like, I don't know what the hell really? is going on. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm reading. I This is the first time I've really, really, really had that experience with, like, Spider-Man. But I'm yeah. just like, oh going on anymore. yeah because i don't buy all of it i think that's I the buy problem with spider-man marvel comics you know like, like i buy DC spider-man comics. but i don't buy all the crap around it yeah i know and it's just like and it's so repetitive is the problem mm-hmm. like it repeats and then it you're supposed to keep it straight and you don't and then they have this big reveal and you're like i don't even i don't even remember the I big even, reveal i don't even get it like, I, don't, I don't have enough because i don't remember what, like, happened what happened and why it's supposed to have impact <laughs> so yeah you lost me dude i don't know it's yeah. yeah. Hey, it's it's a broken I'm, I'm, model. I'm, I'm running through them. I'm reading them. Like I'm in the middle of it. I'm I'm trying to get caught up. Just on stop it. buying them. Yeah, I can't, dude. Pull the trigger, man. Just stop. I, just can't do it. I don't know. All right. Um, I caught up on Elephant Men. I thought that book was done. Nope. He. It's still coming out. So you at the story? Yes. Sure. All right. So, at one point, he realized he was selling almost as many digital copies as he was selling print. And Amazon was trying to get their comic stuff going, and they made him a deal to print his, to basically publish his stuff digitally only through, as an Amazon exclusive. And then you could also buy it in print, like, as a trade if you wanted. Like, it was a print-on-demand type thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I think he did that for a couple of years. So, there's a couple arcs of Elephant Men that he did. Um, through that Amazon digital program, and now he, but he still owns it, I think. And so now he decided he to put out collected those two arcs in like a, a omnibus That's uh, nice. trade paperback. So it's basically two arcs of Elephant Men, the story continuing. Um, the first arc is called The Death of Shorty. It's pretty dry. I mean, it's basically about this guy who gets killed, Shorty. He's a big elephant man type elephant man. And they're basically investigating his death and he's got a backstory and it kind of ties into some of the other backstory, but it, it's all exposition. Like there's no action in the story at all. They're basically all just sitting in this guy's apartment talking about how he might've died and who's responsible. Oh, and, really? and so it's kind of like a murder mystery, but not even much of a murder mystery. It's basically just a lot of talking, which I thought, well, I mean, show don't tell. I mean, it's kind of a dry read, but then the second arc it's a lot more fun. It's like a big, like, heist. Like, I guess at one point during the Elephant Men Wars, I don't know how much you remember about Elephant Men, but, like, the Chinese decided to build these giant mechs and put, like, Elephant Men in the mechs to, like, compete with the Elephant Men. And so there's three of these mechs that 
uh, these guys get hired, these elephant men get hired to go and try and steal, and then these other elephant men police officers are trying to stop them. So it's a big, so there's big giant mechs fighting each other, and there's a heist, and there's shooting, and there's nice. chasing, and you know. So I mean, it's a lot more actually fun, you know. So that that arc was pretty fun. It was pretty good, but uh, it's elephant men. You're either into it at this point, or you're not. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's more of the same. But it's good. It'd be not the one thing I wish Elephant Man had was more of an overarching story. It just yeah, seems like it's all these one shots. It's all these like kind of one shot, and, and they kind of build up to something, but just yeah. not very consistently. And, and yeah, it does seem like there's something more to things yeah. going on, but yeah, they they just never really get there. Get there. Yeah, yeah. and so it's like he. It's almost like he's created. Richard Starkins, who's the writer, he's created this interesting world and fictional world, and he's so entranced by it, he can't. Focus, focus and get like the main story going he just wants to do all these like little side stories that he thinks yeah. are interesting it's kind of like the bill willingham problem with fables but like 10 times worse you no, know absolutely. like willingham would get off but then he'd always steer himself back onto yeah. the main story eventually but i think starkings either just doesn't i mean it's not selling as well as fables so he doesn't really crank it out as much uh, that's probably true, and so i think he just gets distracted or maybe he doesn't care maybe he doesn't really have an end game maybe he's not that worried about getting to it which mm. is fine i mean he should make the comics he wants to make obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah that, i think that's the fatal flaw of elephant man i would agree and but, then by the time he does go back to some of those it does seem like it's i've done forgot what the hell was going yeah, on yeah you know i mean i thought too. i'd be totally lost picking it back up but it picks back up pretty does easily pretty well? i don't okay. i didn't really feel too lost that's um, good. as far as the world goes all right, so I have two more before Goon. Do you have anything else? Do you want to talk about um, BPRD? Yeah, I can talk about BPRD. So, like, I kind of drew... What, what's it? Four or five that you read? I think five I read. Five. And but I, I have know. them all. And what's on my show? I've five. read one and... I think... I know I've read one. I might have read two. So this is, like, the second time I've read them. But after the last podcast, and I was like... I think you or you were like... I read You should read them. Because you have them. And I'm you like, should read okay. them because you have them. So I should read them. Um, you should read them. So I did crack out one and two. I cranked through one and two, uh, volume one and two of the uh, Plague of Frogs. Three is where they get really good. Yeah. These weren't bad. No, they're good. They're so solid. I know you've talked about it before, but it's interesting to read like the... Uh, um, the intros or whatever you want to call them. Like the... the and they where, they, where they talk about, like, why. And so, like, you know, um, Mignola wanted to kind of expand the universe. And and so, like, the BPRD that we're talking about now doesn't have Hellboy. So it's like the world, it's like expanding the universe without Hellboy. Yeah. And, um, but I know, like, recently, you know, all the BPRD, like, miniseries and one-shots that they've done... They're like in the 50s, so they go back before this, yeah. so that they do have Hellboy they in do it. Have some Hellboy. But all of this stuff is after Hellboy has left. He's done with Correct. the BPRD and he's Correct. gone. He's so on it's his like, own mission. yeah, so it's like Abe Sapien, um, the Gollum guy. Um, Homunculus or something? Yeah. What's the, his name? Uh, I can't remember. It's like George or it's some yeah. like, <laughs> it's some, I can't remember either. Um, and then you've got, um, Liz, Sher is it Sherman? Yeah, Liz Sherman. The, the lady who's got the pyrotechnic, fire, yeah. pyrotechnic yeah. lady. 
um, the homunculus. There's the um, there's like this newer guy that I think is introduced in here. He's like the German guy that like went out of body or whatever. Oh yeah, and he's, he's like in the suit. In the suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like him. And then uh, you get introduced to like the the demo guy. He's kind of like the leader, like the. He's like the military guy. right? He's like the military yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, at least in these two, I don't know where you're at, but in these two, um, that's I, the main core. There's, there's a blonde lady. I don't know how pre- prevalent she is in those two. I really dig Lobster Johnson, man. <laughs> Lobster Johnson is a great character. He's kind of like an Indiana Jones of like the forties. Yeah. Or is, am I doing that right? To... I don't remember Lobster Johnson. He, he isn't in three, four and five at all. Really? Gotcha. I've well, he's kind of like he's kind of like a an Indiana Jones type yeah. adventure, like an old, like the spirit, or you know, like uh, the shadow, or something like back in the thirties or or whatever kind of character. Just one of those pulpy kind of guys. There's a couple stories where they have him in there. Um, these are really cool. The first volume, it's got a ton of different artists. Like it bounces around like arcs and things, and and a lot of them are pretty good, but. Man, the second one where Guy Davis kind of takes over. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, I, just, I love Guy Davis anyway. Yeah. And this stuff is like perfect for him. I don't know how much he does, but I know he... He does, all, he does about halfway through five. Does he? And he nice. Off, and but, then uh, Tyler Crook starts taking over. Oh, and Tyler Crook's a good guy too, but... Uh, oh, there's no... Artist, and then Heron does a few arcs. Apparently. Oh, wow. But I mean, even, even this first arc... You know, uh, so this... Guy Davis, you like mm-hmm. his art? Supposedly. Oh yeah. I mean, I appreciate his art, but at the same time, when I look at it, it's kind of ugly. You know, it's kind of like it's, you know, what I mean, like it's not. I do know it aesthetically signing. pleasing, but I think mm-hmm. it's good art and it's solid and it's good storytelling and he does good monsters. But at the same time, it's not like I look at it and say, "Oh, you know," it's not like I, when I look at Frazetta and say, "Oh, it's so cool," you know. Right. It doesn't have that same thing. So, what makes Guy Davis? a great artist because everybody says oh he's so good he's so good it's like well it's not like he renders really well or it's not right. like he he's not like art adams where he has these cool blocky shapes that are real you know striking right so what makes guy davis a good art um artist i so like when i burst because <laughs> artists are always saying oh he's so good I'm right like, okay what, what don't i get well i know like in um in one of the because they break these up. There's like a new introduction, like every trade paperback or whatever. Yeah. There's like two or three, sure. and I know in one of them that I read, they were talking about Guy Davis, and it might have been Mignola. I don't remember, but he's like, he can draw anything. Yeah, like okay. he does monsters really good. He can draw anything. Yeah. Um, I kind of like first. I don't know. He did. Uh, it was a different style, but yeah. he did. Um, Same in mystery too. Well, no, but even before that, he did the realm. Oh yeah, My like name. he was on That's the realm. That's a totally different style, though. It was a totally different style, and I like that. But like the Sandman Mystery Theater, I yeah. think he just captures like that time, gotcha. you know, like that pulpy kind yeah, of yeah. time. That's fair. And it is kind of like even that Sandman Mystery Theater stuff. Like it is kind of ugly. Like it is kind of scratchy. Yeah, but I don't mind scratchy, it's but it's different. Just, but like. Everything looks a little misshapen. You know what I mean. Everything, mm-hmm. right? I but every time you know which each character is like, it's very distinctive. You know which yes. one's Liz. You know, what, I mean. <clears> so <throat> I mean, from that aspect, he's right. He's good. He's a good artist. I'm just mm-hmm. like, 
yeah. it's weird because there's a lot of artists like that that are good and they're and they're good storytellers, but like their style is not real commercial aesthetic or whatever. Right, and mm-hmm. and this stuff is this stuff seems a little obviously he's done this whatever decades after Sandman Mystery Theater, which is the stuff that I know him from, and this yeah. stuff it you can tell that it's him. But it's changed a little bit. Like, yeah. his style has changed a little bit. It's evolved a little bit. I probably like that other stuff better. Yeah. But he does monsters really cool. Oh, yeah. Like, he's good at monsters. Like, he does... I, and I don't so know. So that's I mean, why he's a really good fit for it, these books, obviously. Yeah. It's more of a... I, I don't know. It's so like... It would be a, maybe a little bit of a speed thing, too, maybe? Or maybe. Trying to pump yeah. him out but a little bit. Could be. Like, you know, I, you and me, like, everybody kind of latches on to a guy. Like, a guy. Yeah. And... An artist, I don't mean Guy Guy Davis, but like match, <laughs> no pun intended. Dun, dun, dun. But like you match into an artist or whatever, and there's some artists that just like click or whatever. And maybe it's just the time that I was reading that, like I was reading Sandman Mystery Theater yeah. back then, and I dug it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. He's he's always been a favorite, but I know like the first volume is kind of just one shots and a couple little stories here and there. And but I know that like in um the second one, you get that whole I think it's like a five or six issue arc where Abe Sapien is away and he's it's his origin story basically yeah. where he's like in that man I don't know if you remember it but like he's in that mansion and he's like lived in old time and that his what he thinks is his wife or whatever is there and it turns out to be a month like that was a cool that was a cool little arc and you start to get into I think in this one you get into more kind of five six issue story arcs yeah which is i enjoy it way more than like the first one where it's just like one shot after one shot and that's where it goes from there on it's all little arcs yeah and i mean yeah that yeah i'm digging it it's really good but um yeah i I, they do an excellent job of keeping those characters and starting to develop them and creating like that team and they mm -hmm. all have like their own little personalities and they do a really good job of keeping it distinct and developing each character within that team right it's really good it's really good Good yeah with characters yeah it 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 is good and like i like i was a big hellboy guy but i was never i never got into the whole mignola universe you know what i mean like i dabbled in a little you just bought them all and didn't read them uh, these that I'm talking about like universe. single issues. I know, yeah. but I'm talking about like when this stuff came out. Yeah, like I missed the boat early on. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I was just waiting for like a good way for them to collect it, and then they started coming out with the hardcovers. Yeah, because they came out with trades, but it seemed like it was always bouncing around, like it was never in order or collected yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I finally like when they started coming out with these, I jumped on them. Yeah. And they kept buying them. Whether I was reading them or not, obviously. So I have all of the the hardcovers. Yeah. And now they're starting to come out. Because I bought... So then I started buying, like, all the miniseries and the one-shots. Mm-hmm. But now they're starting to come out with them in that. And so I'm like, am I going to double dip now? Or yeah. do I stop buying the single issues and then just keep going with these? So, I don't know. Um. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. You up to five, so I'll try to I'll see how many more I can read. That sounds. Great. I'd like to catch up with them, and then when you when I read them, you get read. a new one. Let me know, and I'll read the next one cool. or whatever. I think it's gonna be like ten. Clearly, wow. Well, I think there's ten. I think there's like two hundred issues or something. A BPRD. A BPRD. Wow. Yeah. It's 
crazy. Pretty impressive for a spinoff. Right? <laughs> More than the original, probably, of Hellboy. Yeah. Um, I read Flawed. Uh, it's written by Chuck Brown, and the art is by Prinzi. Huh. I, think, I think Prinzi did that uh, stump, on the stump on the book. Stump. I think he did the art for that. And so this is a similar style. It's kind of on the stump was the one that was okay. Yeah, it was the right. Frontier. Where they were. Fighting. Did you read the frontier? That was horrible. Movie? Remember we didn't yeah. read frontiers. Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. Okay. Yeah. No, Prinzi was on the stump. Art's good. Um, so this uh, is basically about. It's another vigilante. She's basically a psychiatrist. Is this image. What is this? It's image. It is image. Okay. Called flawed, by Chuck Brown and Prinzi. Kind of. So she's this. Uh, she's a psychiatrist. And her shtick well, right is, there, that is <laughs> she, her, her uh, people come to her and tell her about their problems, and if there's somebody in there, she might decide to go take out their problems, so to speak. Oh, like, oh, this guy is abusing me. Okay, well, I'm going to go, you know. And so that's kind of the idea. And so basically a, someone comes to her, and then she starts uh, going after those people. But... There's, it's kind of really convoluted story for only being like five or six issues, I think. I was kind of surprised they were able to wrap it up in six issues because they had so much going by the last issue. Like, how are they going to wrap all this up? And then they kind of just do. But um, they're, in this, they're in this town. This town is corrupt. And there's this guy who's like a, a pedophile and he's a tra human trafficker and all this bad stuff. And so she's going to go after him. Well, it turns out this guy is like some kind of ancient life form vampire and they figured out there's just people within the town who are in power they figured out that if you take his blood it will like cure anything so they're like selling his blood to like the highest bidder and making like six billion dollars a year or something Jesus. you know wow. so he's like their cash cow you think and, if you could cure anything you'd make more than six and so she goes after their cash cow and so of course they start going after her so then they hire people to take her out and then it gets just more complicated from there. Because then the guy who's cash cow, well, he also need the guy who's kind of running this guy, taking his blood and selling it, well, he works for some, like, crime families of this town. Like, there's three big crime family heads. And so then he... All, but the twist is he also needs the guy's blood because he's sick or whatever, mm. or whatever. And the crime families are bearing down on him because they've he's kind of lost control of this asset or whatever. And so... As you can tell. And then there's like, oh, to add insult to injury, there's one good cop who's not like dirty, who's not paying to these crime families, who starts investigating the the thing and starts to piece things together and quickly finds out that he's the only good cop in the town. So we've got like a vigilante and then we've got this good cop and then we've got these crime families, you know, and it's just a very, yes, kind of. Yeah, basically. But anyway, so um, it's okay. After all that, I mean, it's not bad, right? I mean, it was a it was a quick read. I mean, it, nothing about it like said, "Oh, this is horrible," but nothing about it really stood out Still or really grabbed me either. Me. I mean, I think, I think there's a few things that they were trying to do that they thought were unique, like with the the protagonist is like a, a female, and she's African American, and some of the characters are African American, and then she's a psychiatrist. So I think they're trying to kind of use that as the shtick that she's a psychiatrist but they don't really play into that much it just kind of becomes mm -hmm. a normal kind of kick-ass story are you so. going to talk about dungeons and dragons you want me to talk about dungeons and dragons? what how is it i flipped through it it yeah. looks nostalgic is is it coolest I thing mean, ever is so it I okay read the saturday morning adventures dungeons and dragons 
It's is that ongoing? No, I think it's just four issues. Okay, so it's just one. It's story basically arc. four issues making basically a single episode of Dungeons and Dragons, right. drawn out, and it's a basic Dungeons and Dragons episode. Like they they meet some girl who like says, "Come here, I got a secret. I need your help." And then they go and help her, and then turns out she's like a doppelganger, and mm. there's another version of her, and then one of the versions ends up being Vinger. You know, I mean. Gotcha. I mean, it's it is what it is. I have two copies of issue one. If you would like it, I don't. Know. I, I is don't that know. What one, to, two, I, and three. Yeah, or just two. It's one, two, and three. Oh, so why? Why do I have two copies of issue number? No, I was. Oh, just, okay. I I was. You buy everything in trade now. I was just curious why you're buying. Oh, I just thought it'd be fun to get it. I right. I don't know that I want to trade of this, but yeah, I probably should have bought the trade. I don't know. It's not the, great. The, art, the art's okay. The art looks kind of neat. It's, it's almost okay. like this page right here. Like, I don't want to call it like Sienkiewicz, but it's got... Yeah, it's got some interesting It's got some stuff interesting going stuff going. Um, so I was just... I mean, the art looks okay. And obviously, you know, like those characters and stuff. It's yeah. like that show. Um, I was just curious. Because like, a lot of times you can't go back. Yeah, and, it's and they don't do great. a very good job. It's not great. It's fine for what it is. I yeah. mean, it seems like it kind of captures the tone of the cartoon for the mm -hmm. most part. But um, I mean, it's not like the cartoon is good. They should have gotten Mark Evanier to write it because I think he wrote some of those episodes. Yeah, but uh, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know why I bought it to be honest. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, I'm not sure what... I know why you bought it. I'm not sure what wild hair was on my button. I, I mean, it's the nostalgia. Yeah, but as someone who doesn't buy a lot of single issues anyway, right. why I chose to buy those single issues, I don't know. Another uh, thing I bought Did you buy is, the Dungeons and Dragons, the Honor Among Thieves, the no, Feast of the Moon, official, I, official movie prequel comic? I did, I did not buy that. But yet he bought, he bought the other one that was based off of an 80s cartoon, right? Yeah, because I like the 80s cartoon. I love the 80s cartoon, dude. So good. I did read Astrobots number one by Simon Furman and Hector Trunick. And? This is pretty decent. It's basically, uh, I guess it's kind of trying to be Transformers because there's these Astrobots. But basically the idea is they sent these Astrobots ahead of human civilization like let's say there's human civilization colony ship coming well we send these astrobots to the planet ahead of time to kind of kick everything get everything going before the humans get there like 40 years later or whatever so that's the gist of it so the astrobots get there isn't that bottle battlestar galactica kind of yeah i think it is i don't remember but yeah i think it kind of sounds like it but it's like meets transformers because these astrobots are like trans look kind of like transformers. transformers well there was something wasn't there like a movie or a TV show or something where they they sent them ahead? Maybe they got there ahead. I don't think whatever. that was Battlestar Galactica because the yeah. Cylons were chasing them. Right. Chasing them. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's the basic gist. Well, of course, these robots are kind of sentient, and so they get there and they kind of form their own like society to prepare this world. And of course, within that robot society, there's like uh, factions that are like rebelling and they're trying to subjugate and. There's, like, some weird politics and stuff about the robots. And then the humans are about to arrive, and so they're trying to prepare everything for the robots. But How much uh, The art's pretty cool. Uh, it's by Hector Trunick, which I think he's part of that cartoonist kayfabe. I think that's how I got 
turned on to this because he was like on the group and he's like, hey, I got my book coming out. And I was like, huh. oh, that art looks really cool. Interesting. And I really like the art. The coloring is really cool. It's like got this kind of cool, like the art almost has like a pencil look to it, but then the coloring has this kind of very muted kind of color palette. And I don't know, I kind of dig it. Yeah. I'll slip it so, through. It, it looks different. It yeah. It looks interesting. It's interesting. It's kind of cool. I mean, I think it's just five issues. So I think I ordered all of them so, that, so far. But uh, they're actually making action figures of these guys. Really? Yeah, they're like because because what not has the is the one publishing it. Yeah. And they're making like an actual action oh, uh, Astrobots action figure. Because what not apparently that, like, has so much money they can just. I didn't notice start that like half line. of the book is the ads al- al- alternate covers. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I thought that was some of that. Thing. I think it's still twenty yeah. pages though. Maybe not. Anyway, it's I mean cool. it probably is. I was surprisingly. Uh, Please, maybe. All right, the goon. The goon. Goon. We read the second trade, not the rough stuff. This is the good stuff. It was the good Nothing stuff. Nothing but right? misery. Nothing but Ooh. misery. Dude, the goon is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it is very good. I did enjoy the second trade much better than the first. I yeah. thought the first one was a little kind of. He was still figuring out the concepts, right? Yes. And this one, it feels like it's more. Fully burned. <laughs> it's just also funny. I, who, who I, I like the, the, well, like, the is this trying house. to be like Sin, Sin City? It feels very Sin City to me, where he's like going. The squid on the car. <laughs> and the best thing about the goon has to be Frankie. Like, Frankie is so great. Like, he's oh, yeah. just like, like, I brought yeah. sandwiches. No inflatable chicken, huh? <laughs> brought the sandwiches. He brought the sandwiches. He brought the sandwiches. And then they go to this haunted house. Yeah, oh, my God. And the art, though. And I know. Too. And he, it's like, stabs it in the head with an axe, and he looks, and Frankie's stabbed, and he's like, what have I done? Yes. And then Frankie's fine. He's, like, looking at this sandwich, thinks it's going to attack him. Yeah. Oh, it's just great. So that was a, but I loved like, like the whole backstory though of like even the house too. I mean, he does it yeah. quickly. It's not very long, but yeah, you get the, but gist, you get the of gist of it. it. Yeah. yeah, going. Yeah, this is not exactly. And then that the the uh, well, we get introduced to uh, that troll bog or whatever. That yeah. Whole thing oh was yeah. Too. He's like, you want me to eat that? That's like <laughs> gross. Like I'm not gonna eat it. Well, I thought dead the whole, like, Labrazio being dead and Goon just being... I thought that was a bigger mystery, but it sounds like they've already figured, they figured that out, out pretty fairly quickly. quickly. They, By second yeah. issue, it's already out there. Yeah. And they start alluding to Chinatown, which is another story that's coming later. Right. You know, they've already started kind of playing with that. And they give us a whole backstory of the, of the of the that, zombie priest. Uh, the, oh, Preacher, yes, zombie yes. priest. That yeah. freaking pencil. The pencil stuff. That's pretty sweet. Pencil yeah. art. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. He does really cool the way he does his pencil art. And he kind of gives us a flashback. So it gets him to stretch. And we get Fishy Pete. Fishy Pete came oh, back. Fishy like Pete is just so good. <laughs> but that was probably, wasn't that the beginning? Yeah, that was the beginning. Yeah, it was yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. But I remember. And he's got like. Both his arms are gone now, right? Yeah, he chopped him yeah. Off and, and his legs. And both his legs. So he's yeah. He's got he's that that fish. I just love group or whatever. Arg. Yeah, yeah. And I love he's and like he fighting had... spider, and he's like five bucks. Five bucks, yes. 
cares about the whole bar. And then it wraps up with a nice little Christmas special. Oh yeah, the Christmas special. Yes. With the with the elves eating children. And yes. Santa coming. Exactly. Well, that's not how it wraps up. That's the second to last story. Then we oh have really? The, okay. Then we have the magician story. Yeah, the magician one where uh, where Frankie, Frankie gets, gets kidnapped. Uh, kidnapped. Oh yeah. Because he's on he's on his hot dates. Yeah, he's on the dates and gets like uh, hypnotized and. Yeah. Goon has to rescue him. I don't know that I was as much of a fan of that one, but it yeah, still had its own amusement. And but. I love the, whatever it is, the Atomic Age dude or whatever. Oh, like yeah. The, the covers or whatever. Yeah. The covers that were through there. Right, right. I love like, how he inserts the little Duke gags. Or like he's got there. the like little Conan uh-huh. one. It has nothing to do with anything. It's yeah. just like in there because oh, they no. thought it was funny. He's like, oh, I thought it was funny one strip. The lamentation of the women. <laughs> Yeah. What is that? The eight hundred? Oh, the seal! Oh yeah, the seal thing. Yeah, yeah. the psychic <laughs> the seal. Psychic and then seal. it ties into like the one eyed scumbag. You know, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm digging it. It's fun. It oh, is it fun. is fun. I would agree. It is fun. So now we gotta read my murderous childhood and other grievous yarns. Gotcha. So, yeah, is that fish out that way? No. No. I don't think so. Okay. God, we'll I hope not. That's a lot of stuff. So Scott's like, I don't remember that. Much. I know, but there's like six of them. There's like five there or something six that of these. there. Yeah. We are going to get to the metalhead guy, whatever he's called. Alloy or something. Oh, yeah. Is that a stopping spot? No? Yeah, it's the stopping spot right here. So there's a... this and then this. So there's okay. two more. Okay. You're safe, Scott. Don't worry. Okay. You have to read. Jesus I think Christ. it's good to read you the goon. like... I did. You took like. I think it's nice to read the goon in like short bursts. I think it works better that way. I think if I read all this at once, it's kind of like trying to read like twenty five issues of Gru. Yeah, I don't think it would work very well. What was the other? God damn it! There was something you gave me. Oh, the the scud. Scud. I felt like that was that was another one that might have been better. See, I loved just uh, sitting down and tearing through all of them. Oh god! To me, I just felt like it was too much. It was not too it much. It was for me. not, did not read all that fast. But I, I feel like really stuff that's kind of real gag based like that, sometimes it's yeah. better in shorter bursts. Whereas yeah. if something that's like a building story and more of a narrative, you know, complex, I think it works better. Yeah, especially I felt like that with the first half of Scud, that I felt like it was just more, oh, what can we do? Where are we finding Yeah, it's just kind of goofy else. and crazy. And then and, the yeah. latter half, I felt, did move as a bit, or, bit faster because it did seem like there was a in game. That yeah. you had in sight, you I know, as well. That. So, but anyway, that I'm with you, I guess, when you know, going the shorter sure, bursts on the that's fine. some of these ones that are a little bit uh, more just cool, just straight up, just wild, you know, type things. Well, I'm out of stuff to read, so I'll probably read Goon first and then get okay, okay, since Jesus you have Christ. Christ. I took what like, the fuck is that things? like out of stuff to read. Well, I have Berserk that you gave me. I'll never so be I have out that. of stuff to read. I mean, I have stuff to read, but it's nothing that I own that I haven't read before. Hmm. I still have my purge pile. I've been slacking off on my purge pile. I have bookshelves of stuff that I haven't read. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Jeez. Bye. <laughs>